Kiddushin daf memdal. The last thing we're discussing that a father has a right to be Mekadesh's daughter. Either he does it or Shaliyah does it when she's a Na'ara. And we learned in Masechet Gitin that a Na'ara who's engaged, her and her father can accept the get. And Rabbi Uda argues and he says you can't have two people accept the get, one or the other, only her father. And Resh Laki said the same Mahloket is with Girushin and Kiddushin. And Rabbi Hanan said the Mahloket is only by Girushin. However, by Kiddushin, everyone agrees it's only the father who can accept the Kiddushin. And we said that Rabbi Hanan would understand Rabbanan that the reason our father accepts Kiddushin is because we need consent and only he can give consent. And by divorce, you don't need consent. And therefore, any one of them could accept the divorce. And we asked the question, but by Ma'amar, by Ibama, it said that both could accept the, the, the Ma'amar, her or her father. And we said that's Rabbi. Rabbi held that if someone threw money for a Yibum at the Yibama, they're considered engaged, even if she didn't give consent. And with that, we're going to start Mimdal Damud Aleph, 11 lines in at the end of the line where it says, My Tame de Rebbe. So now we're on the 12th line. So, what's Rebbe's reason? Uh, the reason Rebbe holds that if someone uh, forces money at a Yebama, he is Koneher in regards to that they would need not only a Halitza but also a Get. Because Gamar mi bi'a di Bama, he learns it from the Bi'a of Yebama. Meaning, if someone was with his Yebama, if Shimon was with Le'ah by force, it counts. So, so same thing over here with this Ma'amar by force, it counts. We're going to learn the Ma'amar from Kiddushin. The same way Kiddushin can only work if it's with her consent. So here also it has to be with her consent. So what's the Mahloket? So the Gemara explains. Rabbi Sabar said that, listen, this is Yibum, so we're going to learn the halachot the of Yibum from Yibum case. We're going to learn Kiddushin from Kiddushin. And it makes sense to say that we're talking about a ma'amar by force, Kiddim Taretz, Rabbi Yohanan, like Rabbi Yohanan explained, but in general, Kiddushin cannot be done without her father's consent. And the proof is, look at what the Sefa says. That by an Ara, you do a Ma'amar, whether it's her father or her consent. It says it's not the same laws by Kiddushin. There's a difference. Kiddushin can only be done by her father. So the Gemara asks, Let's say that this Mishnah is Let's say that this Mishnah is a problem with Rish Lakish. It says that Kiddushim could only be done by the father, and he explained that Kiddushim could also be done by the daughter. He said the same way as Mahlokit by divorce is also Mahlokit by Kiddushim. That if uh, she was uh, that according to Rabbanan, if she is Mekadesh herself, it counts as Kiddushim. So Amar Lach Rishlakish, Rishlakish would explain to you Hamanir Biudai. Now this Mishnah is according to Biudai. The Amar Enchetei Adam Zachot Kehad that two hands cannot control one thing, meaning it's either she's in control of herself or her father, and over here it's the father, and therefore only the father can be Mekadesh. So the Gemara says, Rabbi Yehuda, if you want to say that this Mishnah is like Rabbi Yehuda, then why did the second part of the Mishnah say, Masha'en ken be Kiddushin? By Kiddushin it's different. Masha'en ken be Girushin mi It should say, it's different by Girushin. 
that would have been a bigger chidush, meaning I would have I would have been able to say that even divorce, which happens by force, is not the same as a ma'amar of a yibama, and the only person who has the control is the father. I think about says, you're right. That it should have just said that uh, it is not the case by divorce. However, I did kiddushin since the Mishnah, the beginning was the part was talking about ma'amar, which is like kiddushin. So That's why it said it's not the case by kiddushin, but it's the same thing in regards to kiddushin. Okay, so according to Biuda, that an ara could only be divorced through her father. My Shana Ma'amar, why is Ma'amar different that she could accept it? Meaning, if Ma'amar is by force, well, Girushin is also by force. So the Gemara says, no, that's different. By the Ma'amar of Yibama, the Kiddushin or whatever Ma'amar, whatever connection happens easier because she's already connected to the Yabam. The Torah already had them some uh, somewhat sort of uh, connected, and therefore she could accept her ma'amar. Uh, if you once you came down this road, meaning once you got here, that there's a difference between the ma'amar of a yebamat stam kiddushin, that ma'amar is, it gets caught on or latches on faster than regular kiddushin or easier. Then Rabbi Yohananami, you could also say, according to Rabbi Yohanan, that the difference is that by divorce, since she's going back to her father, she could accept uh, Girushin, she could accept the, the divorce. But by Girushin, she's leaving the father, so she can't accept it. So if that's the case, Rabbi Yohananami, Lotik Shelach, he has no problem with Rabbi Yohanan either, because Me'ikara, Originally, when we're talking about ma'amar, shani ma'amar ho iluzku kavomedet. You have to say the ma'amar is different because she's standing there and she's connected from the Torah. Like Rishlakish explained. So to summarize everything we just learned, according to Rabbi Yohanan, there's two ways to explain uh, Rabbanan the difference between girushin and kiddushin. By girushin, both of them can accept the girushin. By kiddushin, only the father. You can explain by Kiddushin, either you need the consent of the one giving over the product. Here the father is giving over his daughter, so you need his consent. Or you can explain by Kiddushin, she's leaving her father, so only her father can do it. And by Ma'amar, either it's done by force and like Rabbi said, and therefore it's like a divorce because it's like force by force. Or we can explain that according to the second reason, it's because Ma'amar, they're already connected. And according to that, the Mishnah would be like Rabbanah, not like Rish Lakish. And Rish Lakish will tell you that the entire Mishnah is like Rabbi Yehuda, and Mama is different because they're connected. Okay. Tanan, we have a question. Our Mishnah said, Ha'ish mekadeshet bitoke shehin ha'ara bo u'bishluho. It sounds like bo u'bishluho, it sounds like when she's in ha'ara, between the age of 12 and 12 and a half, the father and his messenger could accept Kiddushin for her. However, but she or her messenger cannot accept Kiddushin. That sounds like it's a problem against Rish Lakish. According to Rish Lakish, she should be able to accept her Kiddushin according to Rabbanan. So, also, our Mishnah is according to Rabbi So, the Gemara says, Could you really say our Mishnah is like Rabbi Yehuda? We're going to learn in the next Mishnah, that if a person says, Someone said to a woman, Be mitkadesh to me with this date from the tree, 
and then he gave her another uh, another date, and he said, "Okay, be mitkadesh to me with this. If one of them is worth a shaveh pruta, she's mekudeshet. If not, she's not mekudeshet." And the idea is because he kept on saying bezo, so therefore we're not combining it, each one separately. But if he didn't say the word bazo, maybe they would combine. And we explained that Mishnah Mantana, Hitkachi, Hitkachi, who's that? Tana who holds that Hitkachi, Hitkachi, that you cannot combine them. The Amar Abar Bishimon, he eats Rabishimon, the Amar Achomashabuan, Holehad Vehad. Rabbi Shimon said you have to swear to each person. This is in regards to. Someone was watching something for five different people, and they all come to him. Okay, can we have our uh, watches back? If he swore to them, okay, I don't owe all of you anything. And he swore and he ended up lying. Okay, you only have one korban. But if he swore to each one uh, separately, he said, I don't owe you, I don't owe you, I don't owe you, I don't owe you. Then Rabbi Shimon says, he's have five separate korbanot. So we see that the next Mishnah is Rabbi Shimon, not Rabbi Yehuda. And Rabbi Yehuda. If you want to say the entire Mishnah is also Rabbi Yehuda, when it comes to splitting up a swear, he holds like Rabbi Shimon, that if he swore to each one separately, then he's Haya five separate korbanot. Does Rabbi Yehuda really hold like Rabbi Shimon? But we learned in the Klal. This is the rule when it comes to swearing on a deposit. Kalal, if he swore a general swear to everyone, is only Hayav one korban, Piret, if he swore to each one in specifically, Hayav al kol hat vehat, Bimir, Bimir says he's Hayav on each one specifically, and therefore he has to give korban for each one. Rabbi Yudaomer, the order is if he said Shavua first, and then he said Lo lecha, lo lecha, lo lecha. So he said, I swear, you don't, I don't know you, I don't know you, I don't know you, I don't know you. Then at that point, Hayav al-Kol Hadvahat is Hayav al-Korban on each person. Rabbi Eliezer, Omer, Lo lecha, lo lecha, lo lecha, lo lecha, Shavua at the end, then Hayav al-Kol Hadvahat, then he's Hayav on each one. Not Shavua first, but Shavua at the end. And Rabbi Shimon, Omer, Lo lecha, 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 lo Bottom line is Rabbi Yehuda argues on Rabbi Shimon. They're not this. They don't hold the same thing in regards to, uh, to specifying the swear. Ella, you have to say Kula Rabbi Shimon. He, you have to say that the Mishnah coming up is Rabbi Shimon Ubishlihut. And opposite, when it comes to the kiddushin of the Ne'ara through a messenger, Savar like Rabbi Yehuda. He holds like Rabbi Yehuda that the kiddushin of a Ne'ara could only be done uh, through her father, not through her hand. And the Gemara says a story. Rabbi Asi lo al and the Bemidrash. Rabbi Asi didn't come to Bemidrash. Ashkehayla Rabbi Zayi found Rabbi Zera. Amar le and Rabbi Asi told him, "My amor haidna Bemidrash. What are they talking about today in the Bet Midrash?" Amar le, so Rabbi Zera told him, "Afana lo ayel. I didn't go to the Bet Midrash either today." Rather, Rabbi Abin who died, Rabbi Abin went to the Bet Midrash today. The Amar and he said, "Habruta kula kebi yohan. Everyone holds like kebi yohanan that only a father can be mekadesh nara, not her." Bet Sabah resh lakish ki kruchia. And Resh Lakish was screaming like a bird. We have to compare uh, divorce and marriage, and she should be able to accept her kiddushin. Uh, no one even paid attention to his question. And Amar Le, Rabbi Abin Basamchao. So now, Rabbi Asiyah, Rabbi Zera, can we really trust Rabbi Abin? Amar Le, Ini told him, yeah. 
He's like He's like a fisherman who took the fish out of the water straight into the into the frying pan, which is already uh, hot on, on on top of the fire. Meaning he just came out of the bit midrash. They were just talking about it. He didn't even have time to forget about it. Tosfor explains that uh, the Yama and Tigni were two places next to each other. Meaning. He was just there, he didn't even have time to forget. And Amar of Nachman writes, Hak Ana, Lorabi Abin Berbihiyav, Lorabi Abin Barkahana. When I heard this sugya, the name of Rabbi Abin, I didn't hear was, was it the son of Rabbi Hiyah or Barkahana. I just heard Ela Rabbi Abin Stam. And the Gemara says, Leman of Kamina, who cares? So the Gemara explains, Lemin Madi De Adi De. When we have to, uh, if we find another saying of Rabbi Abin that contradicts us, so we know who said what. Now, Ba'amine Rabbi Nachman. Rabbi asked Rabbi Nachman a question. Na'ara Maushe Ta'ase Shaliyah Likabel Gitam Yad Bala. Can a Na'ara make a Shaliyah to accept a get from her husband? The question is, Kayad Aviadamia or Kahatser Aviadamia? Is she like her father's hand or is she like her father's yard? Meaning, Kayad Aviadamia, is she like her father's hand? Ma'aviyama Shivi Shaliyah Afhina Mimashivi Shaliyah, the same way her father. Can make a shaliyah. She could also make a shaliyah. Or maybe she's like her father's courtyard, and until the get comes to her hand, then she's not megureshet. And therefore, if she made a messenger, it's not in her hand yet. So therefore, she's not divorced. So the Gemara says, wait a second, we miss a pekale, the Rabbah, how does Rabbah really have this question if the daughter, the Na'ara, is considered like a Hatser or a Yad? But then Rabbah himself said, if someone wrote a get for his wife and he put it in her sleeping slave's hands and she's watching the slave, it's considered a get. He's considered her yard, and therefore, when you put it in in his hands and she's watching over it, that's good enough. However, Ne'or, if he was awake, Enoget, they're not divorced, because Ne'or, Amai, Enoget, if he's awake, why is it not a get? It becomes a yard that's watched by someone else, not her, because when he's awake, he's watching himself, and therefore, he, he does not acquire that get for her. Now, if you want to say that the daughter is like her father's yard, then when the get reaches her hand, she should also not be divorced. Because she becomes a yard that's being watched by someone else, not the father. So then understand Rabbi's question. No, you have to say that her hand is like her father's hand. This is Rabbi's real question. Is she strong enough like her father's hand to make a shaliyah or not? And he told, and Rabbi told Rabbi, she does not make a shaliyah. So now, etive. We have a problem from a Mishnah. It says, If a Ketana said to a messenger, Go get my get, it's not a get. Until it reaches her hands. And it sounds like only a Ketana doesn't count. But if she was a Na'ara, she already passed the Bat Mitzvah age, she was already 12, it's considered a get. It's a problem of Nahman. So the Gemara says, no, that Mishnah, but that, what is it talking about? She doesn't have a father. And that said, she's considered free, she's on her own. But again, the Gemara asks, but the 
end of that Mishnah Brayta, Im Amar get If the father of Ektana told a Shalih, go get my daughter's get, Im once the get has been given, the husband cannot go back anymore because once it reaches that messenger's hands, they're divorced. So now the second part's talking about where there's a father. So the resha has to be talking about where there's a father also. So the master says, no. Mishnah is missing words. Because the way it's supposed to be written is as follows. Except my get... And we know there's not a katan cannot make a shaliyah. Therefore, and no get get It's not a get until the get reaches her hand. Ha na'ara. But if she was a na'ara, how is a get? It would be considered a get. She's divorced. What's that talking about? When she doesn't have a father, so she's on her own. She's the boss. But if she, this na'ara has a father, and the father said to a shaliyah, go accept the get from my daughter, and the, the husband gave the shaliyah the get, and now he wants to change his mind. He can't go back because the father can make a shaliyah to accept the get. Next, Itamara was said Ketana Shrit Kacha Shilolidatavia Fektana was Mitkadesh without her father's consent. Amar Shemuel Tsericha get Utsricha Miun. Shemuel held that she needs a get because it somewhat counts. And Tsericha Miun, she also needs to protest the marriage in front of two people. And Amar Karna Debarim Bego. There's words inside of words here, meaning the whole thing contradicts itself. Meaning Im get lama miun. Im miun lama get. If there's a get, get is given to married people, and uh, okay, then it works. She has to be an adult in order for that to count. Miun only happens when there's no father, and her fa- and her brother and her mother uh, married her off. Then she has the option of protesting over here. So if there's 100% a marriage, then okay, I understand why there's a get. If there's no marriage, then okay, fine, I would understand why there's a, a miun. But if there's a father and we're saying, okay, it counts enough for a get, and why mi'un? If there's a mi'un, why why get? What's going on here? So Amru led the the rabbis in the Beit Midrash explained to Karna. Ha morokva ubedin ebekafri go to kafri. You have morokva and his betin. If you can't get to Shmuel, go to them. They'll explain to you everything. Morokva was his student. So Abhua. Some explain opposite that Karna said she needs a get an emiun, and if in the name of Shmuel they sent the question in Shadruak Lekame de Rav, and they sent uh, this question to Rav, and Amar Lehu Elohim, I swear, Tzricha get Tzricha Miun, she needs both. And may Hashem have mercy on the father, son of the father, meaning that's the father of Shmuel. He called the Shmuel Abba out of respect that he even had this question. Okay, then why does she need to get an emiun? So, maybe the father was over there and he was watching it and he was quiet about it. Maybe he agreed to this. And then the, the Kiddushin, you know, retroactively took effect. And the run explains, yes, although she has no right to do this, and only the father can actually be the one who's in charge over here, but could be, you know, and over here it's a, it's a merit to have his daughter married, and um, and even when he's not there, we could, ex- you know, we could do something good for him. So that's why she would need to get, just in case the father was okay with this, 
On the other hand, maybe the father didn't accept the kiddushin. Maybe he wasn't happy. Okay, let's say they do get they do get divorced or they are separated. So uh, she's uh, so that marriage doesn't count. But if you don't do a mi'un, people are going to say People are going to say that if later on this person is mekadesh, her sister, oh, it's not a kiddushin because he was married to the first sister. And they didn't know that uh, the first marriage wasn't even a really a marriage. And they'll think, okay, the second marriage is not a marriage. But in fact, it is. And Amar of Nahman, Vehu Shashidhu. And Rav Nahman explained, when do we say that we, you have to worry, you have to give a get and a mi'un? That's only if they already set them up together. Meaning the father spoke, the parents spoke, and they said, okay, this girl with this boy... And they, they said, Mazaltov, and okay, so they're already half of the way there, and then all of a sudden the boy comes and gives her Kiddushin. Now, Ula Amar, Ula said, a Ktana who is Mitkadeshit without her father's consent, she doesn't even need a protest, it doesn't even count. We don't have to worry, maybe the father gave his consent, maybe he was okay with it, maybe, he, maybe, maybe, we don't have to worry about that. It doesn't count. If the father isn't, wasn't in charge of you, it doesn't count. And and the Gemara asked the question, even though they made Shiduchin and you already know that this boy is going to marry this girl, even there, you're saying whatever the girl did is nothing. And the Gemara explains, Man de matneha lo matneha. So the Gemara explains, whoever said that Ula is going against what Shmuel originally said, that she needs a get and a mi'un, he never taught what Rav Nachman said, that they did the Shiduchin. So it was a sort of like an argument. He said that it counts, he said it doesn't count. But he never heard the, the in-between that that's only if they did Shiduchin. So that's why he argued. And some say that the words of Ula were said separately, had nothing to do with what Shumuel said. She doesn't need a mi'un even. And Mativ Rav Kahana, Rav Kahana has a question we learned in Yabamot, Vechulan imetu omianu on gashu oshinimtseu ailonit sarotehen mutarot. This is in regards to Yibum. If a person is married, let's say Ruven is married to Leah, and Ruven does no children, Leah has to marry Shimon. If Shimon is married to a relative of Leah, then Leah and all the other co-wives, meaning Ruven's other wives, don't have to get uh, Yibum to Shimon. Everyone became exempt. However, if that relative of Leah died before Reuven died, or let's say that we found out that that relative of Leah is an Ilonid, she can't have children, then the other co-wives are allowed to have Yibum. Now, over there, it talks about 15 Arayot, 15 women that are related, and one of them is his daughter. Let's say Reuven was married to Shimon's daughter. Even though they're brothers, yes, he married his niece. That's allowed. And over there it says his daughter. Now, the question is, who was Mekadesh's daughter? Is that what's needed? She needs a real get. Rather, you have to say, she was Mekadesh herself.
It sounds like she needs a mi'un. It's a problem on Ula. The Gemara says, no. Hum is the one who brought up the question. He's the one who answered it. No, we're talking about a situation where she became a yetoma, an orphan, while her father was still alive. How's that possible? If, let's say, she was married and divorced while still a ketana, then she's considered a yetoma while her father's still alive. So she could technically accept her kilushin. So she married her uncle, and then, uh, th- then the uncle died. So over there, uh, mi'un could work. Because Hachamim said you could marry her just so people won't treat her as hefker, people won't mistreat her. Okay, but it's not strong enough that uh, it, that a mi'un won't work. A mi'un would work over here. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem le'olam. Amen ve'amen.